you think you know what we're going to talk about. And welcome back to Three Fates Decide. It just sounds more dramatic that way. All right, so this week we are going to be talking about... But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. One Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I mean, we always celebrated Easter. Here's part of the Half-Blood Prince. So we're going to do another free talk, freestyle thing, no planned discussion. At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. We're going to hit the main highlights. That is the thing that we were saying back in that episode. Quick recap. Three Fates Decide podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Fates Decide. My name is Sam and today we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different where I'm going to be doing a solo episode uh, where it's just you and me and a topic of my choice. Uh, We might be doing this a little bit here and there where each of us kind of do a solo episode and and things like that. So you get to just hear me ramble for a little bit. Hope you don't mind. But uh, so for today, I wanted to talk about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, As I'm sure I've mentioned before, I live not far from New York City. And one of my favorite things is Broadway musicals and theater in general. So I wanted to talk about some of the, you know, best Broadway musicals, in my opinion, of course, and talk about the three that I saw uh, this year alone. I saw two in May and one in June. And so kind of go over those as well. So there's been so many different musicals that have gone in and out of New York through the years. And, you know, I've seen several, several different, I have a, a binder of playbills that I only started more recently. So a lot of my older playbills from like when I was in high school or middle school and stuff like that, I don't have anymore, which which breaks my heart because, you know, I don't have all my playbills. I wish I did. In fact, my binder is actually getting very, very full. I'm going to have to buy another another binder for all my playbills. I'm almost filled out. So, but, so I'm just going to go over, you know, a couple things and I would love to hear, you know, if you're a theater person, if you like musicals, or even, you know, dramas, anything from where you are, if you're in another country, or even if you saw something, uh, you know, on tour or anything like that, I'd love to hear what your favorite musicals or uh, shows are in general. Um, I'll start by saying my very first musical was when I was in middle school, and it was Riverdance, which I know isn't like, oh, it's not like a Broadway musical, but it was Riverdance on Broadway. And uh, that was the very first play that I ever saw. And then from there, it just kind of, but I always loved musicals. I grew up uh, with my my dad and my mom always playing Phantom of the Opera, Les Miserables, and Cats constantly. So I, I grew to love musicals through those three very iconic musicals in my life. And from there, obviously going having the chance and and being lucky enough to live close to New York and going up and seeing so many shows. I've I've been able to see so many shows as a result. So um, more recently, like I said, I saw two in April. Uh, I'm sorry, in May, I saw the musical Six, which is about the Six Wives of Henry VIII, which I absolutely loved. 
and I would totally go see it again. It is a very short show. There's no intermission, but it is short. It's maybe a little bit more than an hour. And it, it, that's the only thing that I would say that's negative about it. But because these girls literally go nonstop, it's almost, it's like a concert. It's not necessarily like a play type of thing. It's, they just sing one right after the other. Fantastically done. Like I said, I loved it, but I just wish it was longer because I just didn't want it to end. So that's the only negative that I would say uh, with that. Then after that, I saw, for the second time, I saw Chicago with Pamela Anderson. And I had seen Chicago before when it came back to Broadway in like a reboot. And it's a very simplistic show now, you know, where it's very, it's very, uh, you know, one set, the, the orchestra's on stage and you, you know, the dancers sit kind of on the wings and stuff like that. And so, you know, that was, that, that's what I saw at Pamela. She did fine. I was lucky enough. I sat like third row from the, from the stage and did well. She's not the best singer, you know, when you're on a Broadway show, but I think that's what Chicago's trying to do because it is competing with a lot of these huge productions so what they do is they tend to bring in more celebrities and to try and like garner up you know more of a following now she did fine i'm not going to sit there and say she was terrible she wasn't her acting was pretty pretty good her facial expressions kind of freaked me out sometimes since i was sitting so close i could literally see her i think she and i locked eyes for a moment her singing just wasn't up to snuff, but again, not her fault. She's not a Broadway singer. And then in June, I was lucky enough to go see The Music Man. And I remember I was so excited to go see The Music Man because I love Hugh Jackman and I love Sutton Foster who play Harold Hill and uh, Marion. And the day, the we were going on a Tuesday, the Sunday before was the Tonys and Hugh Jackman got COVID and announced on Monday that he was not going to be in the show for like a week and a half. And I remember just being absolutely devastated because that was one of the reasons why. And a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, just tell them that you want, um, uh, you know, a refund or whatever, and they will do this, that, and the other thing. And I decided, you know what? I'll go see the understudy. I'll go and do, you know, that whole thing. I saw Max Clayton as Harold Hill and he was phenomenal. And it turned out to be historic because he had been a part of that company for three years since they started. And he's never had a chance to perform Harold Hill because Hugh Jackman was always there. When Hugh Jackman got COVID the previous time, it was during previews and all that stuff. They stopped, they just didn't do the show. So Max, that was Max's first night ever portraying Harold Hill in front of an audience. So I was so happy I got to see that. He was so amazing. And I, I'm happy that I didn't ask for uh, new new tickets for when Hugh Jackman was there as much as I would have loved to see him. So those are the three that I saw uh, this this year. But, you know, I've seen, like I said, Chicago Toys. I've seen Phantom of the Opera, Lion King, Wicked, Les Mis. I saw Mamma Mia. I saw Beauty and the Beast. I've seen Rent, uh, 42nd Street, um, just to name off a few. There's there's so many. Oh, I saw Frozen. 
Um, uh, yeah, I saw Beautiful, which is about Carol King. That was fantastic. I'm actually really sad that that came off. I saw I've seen Newsies. I saw Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid I didn't like, and which is probably why it isn't too shocking that it wasn't on there for that long. But the thing about Little Mermaid that I didn't like is for them to, to quote unquote swim, they used Heelys, you know, like the sneakers with the wheels in there so that you can kind of like skate. So when they would swim, they would run and then jump to like float. It was very distracting. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't like that too much. Um, so those that's the one let me see what else have i seen going through real quick since i'm going to be cutting all this out i mentioned beautiful beauty and the beast i really want to see beetlejuice it just came back onto broadway and i'm really hoping that i get a chance to see it uh before it it goes away i've seen hamilton didn't see the original cast of hamilton but i did see hamilton i did see the original cast of wicked though which is pretty awesome actually the first two times that i've seen wicked i've seen wicked three times First two times I saw Wicked, I got to see Adina Menzel in both. Uh, but the very first time it was for a high school trip and I actually got to see the entire original cast. So I saw Kristen Chenoweth and I saw Adina Menzel and, and uh, you know, Joel Gray and oh my God, it was uh, amazing, amazing. I'm so happy that I got to, got to see them. Uh, let's see, I said Frozen, I've seen of Hamilton, which was very good. And I know it's on like Disney Plus and stuff now, but if you have a chance to go see the live show, I, I still recommend it. I, I really do. So Legally Blonde, The Lion King, I said Little Mermaid, Mamma Mia. I want to see Moulin Rouge, but my my favorite guy, um, Aaron Tveit, is no longer in it. So, you know, but The Music Man, I said Newsies, Man of the Opera, I've seen twice. Pretty Woman, I saw that. So Pretty Woman the musical. Sorry for the background noise if you can even hear it. Wow, I guess I haven't seen as many as I thought. <laughs> uh, tick Tick Boom, I wish I could have seen that because I love the movie. Waitress, I've seen. Wicked, like I said, I saw twice. There's definitely more. I should have gone to go get my uh, my binder, but but yeah, that's just some of them. Uh, I have seen some uh, off-Broadway productions as well. I've also done community theater in the past. And uh, I've seen some dramas. Like I remember I went to go see A Streetcar Named Desire, which was off-Broadway. That was pretty awesome. Um, it's actually one of my favorite dramas. Yeah, I, I, like I said, it, it's been, it's amazing to live close to Broadway. Uh, as I said, there's a lot of Broadway shows that I haven't seen um, in the history, obviously, of Broadway. It's not like things come and go as they, it's not like a movie theater where they're constantly adding new shows. So sometimes it is hard to see new shows, but at the same time, sometimes you get two or three shows at a time and they're not cheap. So there's definitely so many that I would love 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 to go see um but you know it's just not not always feasible to put out that that money oh i did see that uh show diana i mean technically i i saw it on netflix uh about 
Princess Diana. Some things just should not be made into a musical in all honesty. Uh, and that's that's the other thing. Like they have like Mrs. Doubtfire on there now. And they have, you know, it's like certain things. And like even like Pretty Woman, like as much as I loved, um, like I liked it, there's no reason to make it into a musical. You know, it's like, I, again, very similar to what we've said about movies. Broadway is taking, is like losing uh, momentum, I guess, and and creative ideas and are just constantly taking movies or this, that, and the other thing and turning it into, you know, books is one thing. But movies that, especially cult classics like Mrs. Doubtfire or Pretty Woman, and then you're turning them into a musical thinking that you're going to strike gold because the movie was so good, it doesn't work out. Uh, the one thing I mentioned, though, is uh, Matilda. Oh, I have seen Matilda. I missed that one. So Matilda and that movie is going to be coming out on Netflix, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how they do that. Prom, I know, was really good. Um, you know, so all the all the different things, but that's pretty much it. That's that's all I can really say. Um, again, if you have a uh, show, musical, or drama that you like, that you want to mention or whatever, feel free to reach out to us. But that's it. Short little episode on my favorite Broadway shows. And yeah. Oh, here's one more thing that I can mention. There's a lot of drama going on about Funny Girl right now. Um, because the original, when it first opened, they had uh, Beanie Feldstein as Fanny Bryce. She's she's not, I guess, I don't know. For some reason, she was getting a lot of bad reviews. And I just feel like people were just attacking her because she's not what you would think Fanny Bryce looked like. She is on the heavier side. And, you know, and unfortunately, people suck. And from what I heard from my friend who saw it, she thought she did a good job. But her understudy was getting more praise than her. And then all this kind of like backdoor stuff happened where she was going to leave in September, but then they decided, oh, they're going to have Leah Michelle come in and take over the role or whatever. And I guess a lot of stuff happened and Beanie got really upset. She wound up leaving July 31st was her last show. And so now Leah Michelle is starting in September and Jane Lynch, who worked with Leah Michelle in Glee, uh, is Mrs. Bryce, is Fanny Bryce's mother in the play. She actually is leaving early also. And there's rumors basically that it's because she doesn't want to work with Leah. Leah has a terrible reputation, uh, but apparently tickets have been selling like hotcakes now. So we'll see what happens. But the casting, the casting crew seem to like Beanie. I'm really wondering what's going to happen when Leah comes into the fray. Right now, they just have like a temporary stand-in, but I'm wondering what's going to happen because there's been more than one rumor that Leah Michelle is actually ridiculously difficult to work with. So I am interested to see what happens with that. But other than that, that's all I have to say uh, about Broadway. So thanks for listening to my short little episode, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.